Welcome to our honest series for the City Business Festival. The City Business Festival is a City FM and City TV initiative sponsored by APSA Bank and the Ghana Investment Promotion Center. This week, our focus is on understanding the agriculture and the agribusiness value chain. And today, in particular, our guest will help us understand how to finance your agribusiness. We're very privileged to have the head of agribusiness at APSA Bank, William Nete, to help us think through these ideas. William, great to have you. Good morning. Great to have you, Bernard. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. So what do you do at APSA? Well, I'm the head of agribusiness at APSA. I've been working with APSA for the past few months. Um, I've previously worked with the USAID uh, under two of their projects, USAID Advance and USAID FinGap, uh, which looked at uh, supporting farmers to be able to get access to financing, to market and to technology to grow their businesses. Um, after that, I joined the GASIP project, which is a um, Government of Ghana project uh, with IFAD International Fund for Agriculture Project, uh, International Fund for Agriculture. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to APSA, so where we, we create opportunities for people to realize their dreams and give them opportunities. So your specialty is to helping people who are in agribusiness with understanding what they are doing and funding those ideas. Exactly, Bernard. Uh, people need to understand and to be clear in their minds what they want to do. And when they, they, they know what they want to do, then they can look at various options and then come to financing. Give me a, an overview of the way agriculture is in Ghana. How, where is agriculture in Ghana? In Ghana, agriculture has mainly been done through smallholder farmers. And we all know that. We have about 50% of our uh, population in uh, agriculture f- uh, doing smallholder uh, farming, and and so that has been the, the 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 main way of doing agriculture in Ghana. In recent times, things are changing. We are seeing younger people getting involved. We are seeing people going to commercial farming, um, not as commercial as other countries, but we are seeing progress in that in that area. So it, it gives a lot of hope and. And people uh, can be interested in that. But in terms of the soil, the endowment, the weather, how does Ghana rank? Is How great is Ghana as a place for agriculture? I, I mean, we all know that anything grows in Ghana. Anything you put in the soil would grow in Ghana. So the, the soils are good. And, and we have marginal soils that, that do not support or, or, or products and the weather in some parts of Ghana, so the northern region, the northern areas, what would grow there, the middle belt, and, and all of that. So the, the soils are We have been depleting it because of the way we've done farming over the years, and we need to look at that, uh, the addition of a lot of fertilizer, and, and now we have to look how we can incorporate more organic ways of doing things and ensure that we replenish our soils and get the best yields. And I guess irrigation as well. Irrigation is critical. I mean, you know, we depend on, we've depended on rain for a long time. And and now with the support of government and other uh, international donors, we are, we are developing our uh, irrigation uh, structures, infrastructure in the north, in the south. So that we can increase production. Um, you know, rice would do well in irrigated lands. We do uh, vegetables in, in those areas. So it's, it's critical and, mm. and we need to ensure that that is expanded. I like to always talk about the problem if I solve it. So mm. if I were to ask you, what are the three or four biggest challenges 
agri and agribusiness faces in Ghana, what would it be? I would I would say that the issue about marketing is key. Marketing because we need to know what we are we are producing for. If we do not know, then we would we would be producing, and at, at the end of the day, you don't know where to where to uh, take it to. And so, um, identifying markets is, is is really important, and and not just market, but sustainable market where consistently when you are producing, you know that you have a market that you you have a contract with. You know the the the, the volumes they want. You know that uh, the quality they want and you can produce to meet that. Mm -hmm. I would also say that um, another issue is uh, technology, mm -hmm. how we, we incorporate technology. So there are very simple ways of looking at technology, but uh, we've not really incorporated into it into our agriculture. And so we are not seeing the results. Mm -hmm. Even the type of seeds we are using, the type of chemicals we are using, the type of uh, tractors we are mm -hmm. using, are they how deep do they plow? Do they uh, uh, tend the soil such that you don't you don't get the nutrients enough mm -hmm. to, to, to support? So we need to work on all these things to, to be able to plant the right seed and make sure that we are getting the right yields out. The, mm -hmm. the other one I'll talk about and it's critical is, is uh, finance, financing. Mm. And people have complained mm. about financing mm -hmm. uh, time and again. And uh, But the, 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 there are ways of looking at it. If mm -hmm. we if we look at financing um, from the point of view that look there are options mm -hmm. and we can we can tap into those options talk to those involved in financing uh, although people see it as a challenge i think that there are great opportunities that people can uh, get financing wow. into their so business. marketing technology financing yeah. wow and i guess financing would even deal with some of the problems of technology because if you have the right money you can get the right uh, financing, of course, the right technology, and of course, even the skills. Yes. But let, let's go back to APSA. So, you're, you're a bank that um, is big, and don't get me wrong, agriculture is not what I, when I think APSA, I don't think of agriculture. Yeah. There are other banks that tend to come to mind when I think of agriculture. And there are other things that come to mind when I think of APSA. So, talk to me about your agriculture portfolio, and why you are a significant player in that sector. Okay. So the, within the agriculture value chain, APSA is a, a major player. APSA has been in agriculture for, for ages. In fact, APSA has been in the country for over 100 years, which we, we all know, and have been supporting agriculture. So we've done, we did that over the years. Um, after some time, we, we learned lessons. So we managed the, the way we're doing agriculture. But over the past uh, six years, through collaboration with various partners, USAID and other partners, um, we, have, we have done greatly in, in the value chain of rice, maize, and soya. And, uh, and a program that USAID FinGAP did over the five-year period, APSA came up as a leading bank in, in financing uh, these, these value chains. So, But when I talk about value chains, I'm talking about from the beginning to the end of the process. So you talk about the input dealer, you talk about the pro uh, producer, you talk about the aggregation, you talk about the processor, you talk about the consumer. Along those chains, APSA is involved and, and we've, we've contributed. So you are involved throughout the chain? Yes. It's not just the larger 
more lucrative part? No, not, not at all. In fact, even now in the northern region, we are engaging closely with, with farmers. We are making sure that uh, they, can, they can have access to uh, financing. And, and also the lessons that we have learned over the years have made it possible for us to know that you just don't go out dishing money to farmers, but you, you, you get them into programs Mm. And into into collaborations and into partnerships and mm. into uh, business linkages that would ensure that when they are producing, they have markets, they have the technology, and so at the end of the day, uh, repayment is made to uh, to the bank. This is our honest series for the City Business Festival, and we're talking to Mr. Uh, William Nette, who is the head of agribusiness for APSA, the main sponsor for the City Business Festival, and this week is dedicated to understanding agri and agribusiness in its entirety. Okay, um, let, let's talk about financing a bit more. You say your bank does finance agriculture. The bit of experience I have with farmers is that they struggle with banks in particular, not least because of your interest rates, and also because you people place a high-risk premium on agriculture and agribusiness. So... Of course, in pricing alone, risk is important. And most of you, your people, your, when I say you have not asked people, most no, bank people bank tell is, me, yeah. Agric is too risky. <laughs> Good. So what I want you to do for me is first, break down the various kinds of funding available for agriculture and then explain to me what you consider before financing those various components to give us a clearer picture of why agriculture attracts the type of funding it attracts and how we can do better. Okay, so Bernard, I would, I would look at the various stages, even from the uh, agribusinesses that come to us. And when we talk about agribusinesses, we are not talking only about farmers, but we are talking about uh, people along the value chain. Um, when, they, when people start businesses, um, we, we, they need to understand that there are stages, and you have to go through those growth stages to get to a point where you'd be able to get uh, access to uh, uh, the right financing. So we have what we call the seed stage, and people have different names for it. Early, they call it various names. But at that stage, you are just conceiving your ideas. You are just putting your thoughts together. You, are, you have not started real, real work, so you don't have the, the, the capability. When you come to us as bankers, we will talk to you and give you options. So some of the options are venture capital. You may look for a grant, and we have uh, uh, international donors that provide grant projects. Even government uh, uh, provide some form of grant assistance to people at that level, because at that level, you should be able to gradually grow your business. And, and so it's important. We have what we call the accelerator uh, programs, where people will bring you onto a training program. You'll be trained to be able to uh, develop your business to a point where you can be looking for... Uh, then we go to the early so stage. So at the seed stage, yeah. what is the financing need? Because I, I think in one of the ways you differentiate the stages is the type of money, not just the quantum, but the source. Yes. So for, for a seed stage business... What, what is the capital need? What's the money need? The, the, the money need that is, is just to start up. Mm -hmm. So it's just, okay, I'm, I'm doing a research. I have this idea. I'm running around. I want to get... Uh, uh, so not a lot of money. So not a lot of money. 
not a lot of not money, lot but of money. usually when people come with ideas, they think that the idea is big. And for us as APSA, who are looking for people with dreams that uh, we would help to bring their possibilities to life, they we say dream big, and you can dream big. But if you dream big, you have to start from somewhere, and you have to start small. You have to make sure that you understand the various mm. uh, uh, nitty-gritties of, of it. So, so will venture capital be the right type of financing for this stage? You you do grants. You grant, do okay. you do some some form of even even as some people call it. You do family and friends. Okay. You do something that will keep you going. But also for our younger people who are coming into agri, I think that from where they are starting and and when you begin to think of it early enough then you can begin to save which you begin to learn the culture of saving uh, people go to the university they will spend they will, they will not put in anything by the time you are ready to go out you should have something small that will help you get over this the stage mm. Mm. interesting so that's the c stage and what other stages do we have so we have the early stage mm-hmm. where you are now gone into the business a bit you have tested the market you started maybe uh, uh, supplying and and buying things and and selling and so uh, and so you you would have some some money but that is not big enough mm-hmm. and 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 so you need something to support you uh, a bit more and and in that that stage to you you can do a, a, a bit of grant you do a bit of uh, uh, quasi debt somebody will give you a, a little here there. in agriculture when we talk about the value chain you are even talking about your linkage to a market and i mentioned market earlier that if you are able to develop some relationship with a, 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 a market end that person will even be able to give you uh, a supplier's credit so that you can be able to go out there and then and then purchase if you are doing aggregation you go and purchase you bring it to the person the person certify and then you go back and so that that is a form of financing that you you can look at even mm. at the stage you call it quasi equity or debt yes and it's short it, to medium term not long term no you don't you don't need long term you need something that will keep you your business to be stabilized because at this stage you are not you are not um very grounded so you you are still learning you are still mm-hmm. developing your uh, but your apart from money mm-hmm. what others needs do you have and that can be made because i know for example skills development fund yeah. they would train your yeah. people so i have a friend who used to do shoes yeah. he bought some equipment they train his people to do it so so talk to me a bit about some of the skill needs at the various stages as well not just the money needs you you would need a lot of training mm-hmm. i think that so once you've done your research and you are when you do your research starting and you you've come, become all excited you see the uh, where you you are not in the in the best of positions then you you look for training so training training in all fields you talk to the financial institutions you talk to the banker you talk to uh, the marketing and you are learning and and some of the institutions nbssi is there like you mentioned skills development and uh, take training when I worked with Finger, we trained uh, business advisors to go out there and work with agribusinesses. So those advisors are also available. They will help you with how to develop your cash flows, how to do all these little things that will give your business even about human resource. Mm. How are you going to employ people and get them to do... If you are employing two or three people, you still need some kind of uh, uh, mm. training. But the financial training... Needs, uh, so you have the seed stage, you have the 
early stage what else do we have we have the formative stage okay now your business is moved to another level mm -hmm. you are you are progressing you can you can go into contract mm -hmm. with with uh, uh, bigger organizations you are establishing yourself mm -hmm. and and then you're for for that your manage now you are putting in place management systems mm -hmm. to ensure that you have data when somebody needs you you have financials you begin to put in place uh, all these things to make sure that you can go out there to look for financing working capital needs become critical because now you are buying more you are you know or you are you are doing your farming and you need a lot more money so now you have to put in place all these uh, statements and, and and data so that anybody who is coming to help you will be able to assess that that's a formative stage yes what else do we have you grow you are growing now mm. you are becoming bigger you are mm. becoming stable you are you are now catching the eye of of the market mm -hmm. you are now uh, uh being being followed up people mm -hmm. would look for you to 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 do work for them people mm -hmm. Uh, help want to help you to expand because they see the potential in your business mm -hmm. and all these things now you are begin beginning to use advanced form of uh, uh, business business tools to to help you grow mm. and the financial institutions at this point realize that you can come to us because you have been able to put in place some assets mm. you have uh, uh, your business going we, you have contracts all these things are in place and, and the financial institutions who, uh, are really interested so it's at this stage that you really need to frontally engage the financial institutions uh, you should have engaged the financial institutions from from the start i mean but what i mean engages to now collect proper money yes, from them. yes now 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 we can look at your books you've had and usually the financial institutions would have to see your your books mm -hmm. over a period so that they mm -hmm. can analyze and see how the business is is trending over the years mm -hmm. are you making progress is this constant if mm -hmm. it's not what has happened over the years has there been some issue that has you know hit you and that has caused you and what are they what are the measures you've put in place mm -hmm. to be financially stable so the financial institutions will be looking at all of these and you you should be in the position to to, to have them and the, and you you can engage the financial institutions and and I'm very certain that the financial institutions are in mm. a position to help and then from growth you go to maturity now obviously you, now you are, you have matured so you can do long term loans mm -hmm. you can do uh, short term loans you can do you know a, a bit more with the financial institution mm -hmm. and and they they will be willing to 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 see to the uh, okay. maturity you can you can even go on and do equity you can hire part of your business and give it out and then get investors coming in. And that is that is critical. We don't usually do that. And so our businesses do not grow that much. It's no. funny. I, I, I've always said this that in Ghana, we have a debt culture. We don't have an equity culture. No, no, no. And a friend of mine was saying it's because of the incoming for attitude. <laughs> Everybody wants to keep everything. So nobody wants to. I mean, I don't know whether it's cultural or it's just the financial institutions, but I'm sure you agree that we prefer debt to equity. I, I think it's a it's a, a a cultural thing rather than <laughs> a financial thing. I mean, if you cut across in various businesses, you you, you see that. But, but that constrains us, doesn't it? It does. Mm -hmm. It does greatly. It does. And 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 my my former boss would say, if you have you know a business that is worth a hundred, you know, a hundred cities, and all is you know for you for you. 
and rather you you would have a, a business that's one thousand and somebody has a part of it, and that, that means it's a bigger better. it's a bigger it's a bigger chunk, and you are, you you'll be growing. So we need to begin to develop that culture and the issue of trust and also the way we relate to each other. We don't use contracts and all that. Those are very key. Mm. And now your business is is mature, so you should be able to, to get that. So what are the areas for agribusiness financing? Because you're giving me the stages of business growth. So you just walk me through some of the areas okay. that it's possible to get money for. All right. So so when I started, I talked about the value chain, mm-hmm. the value chain, the production. the And before production, you need to get inputs. Mm-hmm. So, And then you from there, you go into the aggregation. That is the trading bit. Mm-hmm. And then you go into... Um, processing mm-hmm. and then and then uh, go to retail and then but you you can look at it from two two perspectives the pre-season which is usually the uh, input the production stage and then and then aggregation and then you go into the uh, the post mm-hmm. post harvest after the, the the crops are harvested mm-hmm. you look at the various uh, Activities. So we look at storage financing. We look at warehousing. We look at um, uh, supply chain. How you supply your your your, your customers. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking about is how we get involved, or how people who want to get involved can do that. And along the value chain, there are levels that are easy to, easier to enter. So if you look at you look at uh, input and the input uh, business mm-hmm. the input business is almost like a trade business somebody will imports the thing the, the fertilizers uh, somebody distributes it you can act as a retailer and you are you are selling and then and then taking your commissions maybe what you need is a is a store or somewhere to 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 start off so that that's an opportunity to to start then you can go into production with production you have to do it gradually if you don't have all the resources another area that is key for people to enter and it's easier is the aggregation so once you i was talking about research once you've done that and you have the market then you can go on to look for those uh, commodities that they require I have an interesting story of a friend who started like that. When she was in university, she just decided that when she gets out, she was going to do this business. And she came out, didn't have all the resources, but started working at a formal financial institution. Then, whilst working, and after a workday, she would go to the market, talk to the associations that are into, into the commodities, and make sure that she could get a lot of knowledge. And she built up a lot of knowledge and got you know, to know people. And that is how she started her business. Could you believe she's gone on to do aggregation to a very high level. Now she's going to farming to be able to produce wow. enough. And she's going to produce about 5,000 acres this year. And that's, that's the opportunity for people to, to go into this. Yeah. Amazing. I like the start small and grow idea. It's a very important one. Yeah. We've already spoken about challenges in agriculture and agribusiness. Mm-hmm. Give me some of your solutions to some of the challenges we face in agriculture um what makes you hopeful that this sector is going to grow and what makes you believe that this sector is promising for young people to enter 
as, as we have seen from COVID, COVID has taught us a, a bit of lesson that look, we need to eat what we grow. And I, I was so happy when uh, CTFM supported and pushed for us to eat our local rice, and and that created opportunity for various people within the chain and for the financial institutions it, it also created opportunities for us because we now we needed to look at uh, those who are important to be able to f support them in various ways to to develop our own and so i think that some of the areas that we can look for solution is in technology and and i mentioned that a bit that we need to improve the way we 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 do things mm -hmm. our yields are so so low when you compare them to you know other advanced countries and so we need to quickly improve that and i know the ministry is working with development partners with financial institutions and we are trying to formulate uh, solutions to that so we improve the type of seed we are giving the type of fertilizer the type of uh, inputs that people are getting to uh, to do their work and then we we'll look at developing strategies that 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 would would lead to growth mm -hmm. so you are you are not just going to agriculture because you want to go into you need to study you need to research you need to talk to people you need to and then now you begin to formulate a, a, a plan and that, that will lead to what we call a business plan that would tell you that in the next two years this way i'm developing to when you come to a financial institution like APSA, we would we would ask whether you have any of these things. If you don't have, we would, we would help you to develop it, to be able to to get your, your mind focused on what you want to do. We would also look at, you also have to look at your, the products or, or the commodities that you want to play in. Will it allow you to get into it so easily or or which one is, is more likely to give you a, a better return. The other time, just this week I was there and a friend came and said, look, I want to go into farming. I said, oh, what do you want to do? He wasn't sure. So we talked to a number of, he said, oh, yeah, 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 this one is better, this one is better. Then And, and then with more research, you'll be able to do that. Okay. And then your financing is key. Financing at, is financing key. Is key. And, and you need to look at your financing as you grow from the seed stage to the early stage to the formative stage, growth stage, you have to be watching your financial financials so that you don't run into problems. Let's actually get in there a bit. Let's talk a bit about what government's financial framework is. And then we can probably work our way towards what you offer as a bank. Because apart from the fact that government has launched planting for food and jobs, one district, one warehouse, and all these nice, nice things, I think they also have... Um, some important information around um, the financial perks that they are given. Yeah. Okay, so just walk me through some of the things government is offering and then we come to the products that you offer as an organization for, for the banks, for the, for the agricultural businesses. Okay, so government has been, and, and in this COVID period, um, has shown a lot of commitment to agriculture we know about the interest rate cuts that is affect is also uh, affecting the the agri businesses um we know about funds that that have been made available but also the risk aspect which is very key and so government brought in gesl which uh, looks at 
mitigating some of the risk that we uh, we find in, in agriculture. And we as a bank partners with Gersal and, and all these other um, uh, uh, credit guarantee schemes or risk risk mitigating schemes so that we can we can have a, a, a very good way of financing agriculture. I mean, when we talk about agriculture, for some of the crops, they are long-term. So we've looked at crops like rubber and like uh, cocoa and, and how long it takes to even start start the, the production. And so with government support to projects like, uh, through funds like OVCF, which is the Outgrower and Value Chain Fund, you can, you can be able to uh, reach out to more farmers and then make sure that they are they are producing uh, to meet our needs. These are mm. bring, have great export potentials, and mm. and and we 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 as financial institution are working with government. Mm. To, to uh, when support. we spoke to Grace, she said that she could give a non-collateralized loan to the tune of five hundred thousand. Yes, that was quite interesting. Yes, does this apply to agriculture too? Yes, it does. So we we provide secure loans, which is collateralized, and then the unsecured loans that are, uh, you know, you don't need the collateral to, to secure that. What what I'll say is that there's the need for a relationship with financial institutions to understand what uh, products and services are being offered. You, you don't sit back and then expect... You know the financial institution to come and say, "Oh, this is free money. Come to us. Let's talk. Let's uh, dialogue, and then develop a relationship. and And you have access to all the uh, products that we have. We have what we do invoice discounting. So we would, uh, when you do a supply, we can discount the the the. We can discount it for you, and then you go back get the money quickly so that the the buyer can pay us later. Those are some of the, you do contract financing, we will do overdrafts, and 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 then we support you with even the assets that you need. So if you need a vehicle, you need a tractor, you need um, any anything to do your agricultural... Uh, because um, in, I think one of the presenters I spoke to recently was talking about the things you need, excavators, generators, exactly. tractors, harvesters, planters, harrows and all these things you, you do commercial asset financing asset financing that's mm. what we call asset and you need you need them because when you get you get to an area where the land is is uh, sort of virgin you need to clear it so mm. you do you do need all those uh, heavy equipment and and, and and we do that mm. we, we are and you can to help to arrange the payment directly oh, yes. to the, so, the, the, the the person yeah so we would, would would pay directly to the to the uh, supplier and then and then you can have and it we allow you a, a, a bit of time to to be able to pay so do you lend based on expected cash flow yes but we, not for this one i'm talking generally so generally yes we do we do we'll look at your cash flow uh your cash flow projections i think that's key for us uh, for us the collateral is not even what is key it's what you prefer the cash flow we prefer the cash flow. even if you get a collateral you have to still find out selling it so it's, it's so you because there's a lot of people who think banks prefer collateral to cash flow but I guess it depends, right? It, it depends, and 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 if you have collateral, fine, you will support you. But we are looking at the business paying for the loan. 
we are not looking to take your your your, <laughs> your house or your, your car house. Or land. No, they said as someone who say, and you people when we come to you, you're asking me for this, you ask me for my mother's birth certificate and all that. No, we don't need we don't need all that. We need that you be able to pay. So we'll we'll, we'll test the figures that we are bringing to us, and we we'll test. The, uh, the 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 idea behind it. we test whether those figures really speak to to uh, what you you are planning to do and mm. and that is that is critical for us when it comes to collateral and that's why I've talked about risk mitigation that we are collaborating with various partners to ensure that we can minimize risk and uh, and be able to lend to lend to it's funny because I think Grace said. Uh, in business, revenue is vanity, profit is sanity, but cash, cash is, king. is king. And I think you have just affirmed this. Cash Finally, so just to go, if somebody wants a loan, how do you qualify? Just give me one or two things they need to do to get a loan from you. So like I mentioned before, just make sure that you have your documents sorted out. You must have your, uh, depending on where you are at, uh, you must have your financials, your books done properly. Um, because that is the only way. We are not there when you, you do your business on a daily basis, but your figures would, would speak for you. Um, we would look at your cash flow and even your, your, your business idea and how, how you want to get, get it done. So those, those are key for us, your, your financials. And, and if you are transacting with, not even with us as a bank, and your, banking content, history. your banking history is critical. Um, and we, we need to see that and, and, and based on that we can make a, a determination. Finally, somebody listening may say, I want to take a shot at agriculture and I want to get serious with it. Based on all the work you've done over the many, many years in financing, what's your final advice to anybody who wants to now venture in as agribusiness? This is what they want to do. What's your final advice to them? Uh, my advice is that you are, you are in a great business if you want to do agribusiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to worry about mm-hmm. the risk involved. You need to gain knowledge mm-hmm. and understanding of the business. You need to understand it right from the word go mm-hmm. to the end. And you need to talk to people. You need to research. You need to come to that point where you are confident in going into it. And when you go into it, the various support that you need, you need to so marketing and and financing and all that you would have spoken to all these people you would have gotten an understanding and that will make it easier for you to enter i think that agribusiness is great when you do it well so my former boss would say if you want to do do it very well and you reap the benefits thank you very much william nette head of agribusiness apsa bank starting a career financing and thriving in agriculture and agribusiness. Fantastic stuff. That's all we have time for for today's edition of our Honest Series on the City Business Festival brought to you by APSA Bank Ghana and the Ghana Investment Promotion Centre.